Hello, everybody. So, I just watched the new Netflix movie, Love Guaranteed. It came out on September 3rd. Um, and I watched it mainly because of the, the, <laughs> the guy I saw when I watched the trailer, Damon Wyans Jr. I hope I said his name right. Um, I know him from Gilmore Girls. I, I, like, he is such a fascinating, um, character in that movie that I was like, I'm hoping, hoping that he is that great in, uh, this movie too. And he is. He has the same quirky kind of humor in this movie that he has in that one, which <laughs> he, <laughs> okay, it's really bad joke, but it's really, it, it made me laugh a lot, uh, really hard. He was like, did you hear about the greedy clam? He wants a little shellfish. And his date, like, that was one of the dates that she was crap. Like, she was horrible. But the joke was good. <laughs> like, you, of course you need somebody better than me to tell you the joke. Like, you need to be face-to-face -face and somebody needs to tell you, like, did you hear about the greedy clam? And, like, they need to be looking you in the eye. You need to be able to think about it. And I was like, he was a little shellfish. It's good. It's good, like a selfish shell. Okay, I'm not gonna explain the joke, but it's good. It's a good joke. It's a, I'm, I'm just saying, it's a good joke. So he plays in the movie, and I realized I do know her. So he plays Snakes. She, the the other leading character, uh, Rachel Leigh Cook, uh, plays um, Susan. Susan, no, just kidding. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Leigh Cook. She played in She's All That. That's how I know her. I was like, I I recognize her face from somewhere, but I don't know know her. And that makes sense because She's All That was filmed in 1999. We're now in 2020. She, I mean, of course, she looks different, so it makes sense. But yeah, that's her, um, which I think is really cool because those two are just... I'm, I'm such a big fan. And then there is... I recognize her. I just don't know from which movie I know her. Um, her name is Heather Graham. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so sure I know her um, from other films. Like I've seen her before in movies. I just can't pinpoint which one it is. Well, that's just gonna have to be it. That I guess that's just life. That is just life. That is how that goes. You just can't figure it out when you want to. So the movie um, is called Love Guaranteed. And basically the movie is named after the company in the movie. Uh, which is a dating website. Um, which guarantees love. If you've been on a thousand dates. You'll find love through um, Love Guaranteed. That's what, they, that's what they say. That's what they predict. So... The the movie basically is about Nick, who tested their theory, who went on a thousand dates, and um, did not find love in those thousand dates. Okay, <laughs> just a couple things about that. Like Nick, honey, <laughs> why are you going on a thousand dates? That is insane. Like maybe it's the wrong website, you know? Maybe maybe the website is just wrong for you. Because if you have to go on a thousand dates, y something is not right. If you're going on a thousand dates and nothing is working, maybe the problem is not the website. If you meet a thousand different women 
and you can't figure it out, maybe the problem is not the website. Maybe the problem is your approach. Maybe the problem is is your you being open. But that's also not it because 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 he starts to like Susan. And he met Susan because of the case of Love Guarantee, but not through the app or through the website. Which makes me wonder, how many people do you think you will fit with or or you could fall in love with and be happy with long term? How many people do you think that is? Like, if you look at the world, if you look at the number of people you meet, if you look at all the different factors, how many people do you think you could fall for that you would have long-term relationships with? Like romantic relationships. How many people do you think there are for you? Is it like there are 10 people? There are 100 people? I mean, there are 7 billion people on the planet, right? So, okay, for example, you're... uh, I'm just going to take my example. You're a woman. You're into guys. So you have like 7 billion people. So you have it. 3.5 billion people. You have a type. Now... Types are very unpredictable, right? Because you can say you have a type, but then you fall for somebody who's totally not your type by your ideas of what your type is, but he is your type of what you actually need. You know, the difference between like want and need, like you want this kind of person, but actually what you need is this kind of person, which I think I know what I need as, <laughs> as well as what I want, but it does rule out a whole lot of people. So how many people do you think you could actually fall in love with and be in a relationship with, like a healthy romantic relationship long term? And this is the problem, right? Those are different questions. It's like, how many people could you have a healthy long-term relationship with? How many people could you fall in love with? Those are different groups. Like, there are many long-term relationships that you wouldn't always call healthy. And there are many people you can fall in love with that you wouldn't have a long-term relationship with you know that's what i think summer flings really show you like you can be all in your emotions of love and everything but at the same time is it then love or is it excitement and curiosity and and adrenaline that feels like love but maybe isn't all these questions that i have that i haven't figured out yet so if you do have some answers that would be great i would love to hear them (laughs) um yeah, because I, I haven't figured it out yet. I have not figured it out yet. Um, but yeah, it made me wonder, you know, just how many people could you fall in love with? Because maybe he was just right. Maybe the thousand days was because these thousand women that he connected with, he saw their picture, he saw their profile. He was like, this sounds like the right person for me. However... You cannot put in your profile who you are as a character. You can only put in what you like or how you look, right? You cannot put in who you are. It's something that that is the problem with online dating. You you miss that thing. And then, of course, you have other people who don't look like the profile picture. You have other people who don't show up. You have other people... but Well, the people who don't show up are not in his list, right? Because he went on dates. So he actually met every single one of them. And he <laughs> he gave every single one of them... A title and he documented them like he set out from day one he set out to reach the thousand days and show that it wasn't true it's very interesting you know as an approach it's a very interesting approach that you're like well maybe that approach is not particularly healthy but it is an interesting experiment right i mean i would say it was an interesting experiment so yeah so 
a thousand dates. It's it's a lot, right? It's it's. I I thought about it. It was like okay, if you for a year every single day, so three hundred sixty-five days of the year. If you go on a breakfast, lunch, and dinner date, and then I mean you can be sick a couple days, but if you do it for a year, you can you can do that. Like you can in a year you can do that. That is intense. I mean breakfast, lunch, and dinner date, and then for a year, I would go nuts. I mean I like when Susan tried the website and she was like, I had two dates and a no show and I'm done. I was like yes. That sounds very accurate. I had one date, like one actual date. Like I had a lot of people that, you know, because you text before you meet them and the texting often, or it sucks and you just, or you're just like, nope, not this person because this person sucks. So how could I have a proper WhatsApp conversation with this person if the, this person sucks like this and I don't even know him yet? Or you meet them in real life and they don't look like a picture. Like my one date that I got from um, a dating app this person did not look like his picture. He was, well, he was just not my type in real life. Where I was like, well, <laughs> how is it that you you are so different in your picture and in real life? Like my pictures are literally me, and that's the me you see in the pictures, the me you get in real life. Like there's no difference. Maybe the picture's six months old. Maybe the picture's two days old. Like, it depends, of course, per picture. But then even then, you have, like, you have six pictures of my face. Like, even all these these people who have one picture. And I'm like, well, if the picture's not clear, if I can't see your face, I'm not gonna say yes anymore. Because I've had this one person that had a horrible picture. That I thought he had red hair. And I thought it was, like, a good-looking beard. But then it turned out that it was gray hair. It was a, a hair sticking out of his nose. It was a horrible... This is why I quit dating apps and web so like no just no it's like no no thank you so <laughs> i don't know if you wanted to know that but now you do <laughs> so yeah you know it's it's actually it's really impressive it takes a lot of discipline to have a thousand dates it's it's i'm impressed so then basically she hijacks one of his dates one well, doesn't hijack it she spies on him in very bad like it doesn't work out that well and then um, they have dinner instead. Like his date leaves because the date is shitty. Oh my goodness. You know these picky eaters? These people who can't eat anything because they have all these problems with like this allergy and that allergy. And I don't like this and I don't like that. And I'm like, were you raised right? Like who raised you to be such a picky eater? It sucks. It sucks to go out to eat with picky eaters. I have friends who have certain things they don't like and I respect that and we don't go. But we don't eat that but sometimes there are friends that i can't even go to certain restaurants with because they don't like anything that's on that menu anything they can't go to an entire restaurant and i'm like how is that even possible how is it not possible to go to this restaurant with you like this restaurant has a whole menu you can't eat any of it it oh it drives me nuts um no, I'm a, very, I'm a very nice friend. I don't say that. I think that. I don't say that. So for every friend who now feels um, picked on, I'm very sorry. I hope, you don't, <laughs> I hope you don't hear this. But this is the truth. Like, please don't be a too picky eater because it's very frustrating for the rest of us. Like, we just want to eat at this nice restaurant. We just want to eat at this random place. We just want to read at this... Or, or eat, not read. Eat at this awkward... Or maybe read, I mean, a, a cup of tea and a book. How, how better can you spend your night than at a nice cafe sometimes? Anyway... But we want to eat at this cool, cringy place. We want to eat at this awkward, funny place. We want to eat at all these places. And if we can't go to half of the restaurants because you got all these allergies and weird things that you're dealing with, 
well then you're dragging us with you we don't we can't go to all these cool places because you can't eat this and you don't like that and you can't eat this and you don't like that and it's like come on please just learn to eat it like when i was growing up my mom said you eat it five times you'll like it that was it that was like we had one pot and one one pan that was our dinner you had no choice you could eat that or nothing well you don't want to go to bed hungry so you eat that so that's how i learned to eat everything and and I still believe that that is the right way to do it. Like, hey, you got this option, that's called dinner. Or you got that option, that's called get hungry. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to complain? Well, you can complain. Well, if you're going to complain, then you can just not eat this. You know, you can just not eat this. And then, and it's all your choice. You can eat anytime you want. But if you're not going to eat this, you're not going to eat anything else. There's no second option for you. This is dinner. This is your this is your dinner. This is it. And I when I was growing up, I hated it. I was like, "Ugh, now we have to eat this horrible macaroni again." Like my mom, she she's a great cook except for the macaroni that she loves, which I hate cuz it's disgusting. Still think so. Sorry, mom. Um but she would make it every single week. You know, that would be like the one thing we ate every week. So at some point I was putting jam on it and I was putting um apple like um uh like mushed apple over it dick sauce i put i put so many different things over it just to make it taste good or to not to make it taste good actually to just take away the taste of the pasta and just put like my stuff on it so that i would just taste that i would just have jam with pasta and then i would taste the jam because it was so much sweeter than the pasta so I would basically eat jam with a little bit of pasta. <laughs> my parents were like so against it, but I was eating the dinner. They said, and I mean, my grandma had made the jam, so I could just get it for my grandma and then just eat it with the pasta. And as long as I eat ate what was in my plate and I didn't make anything else, well, then they couldn't really complain. Anyway, I'm going off topic here. So um, there's also this older guy that Susan helps. Uh, in court for free and that's Nick who is a uh, uh, PT um, helps for free like he volunteers at the center to help him walk again and <laughs> this man has amazing like he has a wisdom you know and and he says he, uh, to Susan he's like well Nick's a good egg like you and two eggs make an omelette and I'm like is that what is that is that like old-fashioned like flirty talk that you can just turn into advice like what what is this <laughs> i i love it so after the the kind of the dinner that susan and nick have susan asked nick she's like so if if tonight would be a date like what kind of title would you give it and he said the one i didn't see coming which is like an amazing you know title like if you get any title that's a pretty good one and then there's her car situation with the door handle and the reason <laughs> the truth that nobody will steal their car because she literally takes the door handle like you can't open the door because she takes it she puts it in her bag and I'm like honey you need a bigger budget <laughs> and then he does the end of the date move for him which is a handshake and he's like yes this means goodbye good luck and have a nice life where I'm like come on okay that makes kind of sense you know that 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 makes sense that I can see that making sense to people um it's interesting that so much can be said with a handshake but at the same time it's like handshake can be hello nice to meet you um let's um figure out how we can help each other so you know the handshake can say a lot actually not that we can handshake right now because corona but anyway um so the 
older man, I'm so sorry, I forgot his name. What is his name? Well, he said to Nick, um, let me see. Maybe I can find his name. Oliver? No, that's the little kid. Jerome! Oh, that's true, Jerome. So Jerome said um, to find, like, you've been on the shallow end, my friend. Like, you, you're not going to find love at the shallow end. you got to dive deeper to find love. you got to risk it all. you got to, you know, it's like sink or swim. And um, and it's it's like that saying, um, what is it, with the, the ships, like, a uh, ship is safe in harbor, but that was not what ships were made for. Like, you gotta be sailing out of sea, you gotta risk it all. And then that's how how you find what you want. Like, that's how you find love, that's how you find true happiness. It's like, it's what Jordan Peterson talks about with responsibility. You don't have to take any responsibility in life, but if you do take responsibility, that gives you fulfillment. And fulfillment is 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 better than just fleeting happiness. Fulfillment is like long-term you know, the right feeling and, and it's so important and and it's yeah. It's just all so interesting, right? How how all these things are connected and how all these people kind of think the same way because the truths in it are universal. So yeah, you gotta dive in and learn to swim. You know, you gotta jump into the water and learn to swim and if you don't swim, you drown. So there's no other option. You gotta learn to swim, and that I think is this pressure that that comes with not having a plan B as well. You know, like here's this thing that you really want to do, and you're kind of doubting if you're able to do it. It's like you will be able to do it if you don't have a plan B, because if you don't have a plan B, there's no other option, and you able to do it. And and and. It, it kind of comes back all these different ways. Like people say it in whole, all these different things because at some point it will click and it might be said in a certain way that it clicks for you and a certain way that it clicks for somebody else. But at some point it will click. And it's just so interesting how these truths, these universal truths keep coming back through so many people, so many channels. And and if you're anything, like if you're listening to any... like. Um, people who travel and talk for 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 big stages and and call themselves like I don't know self help gurus or something like that. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you're like, ah, oh, okay, you're just trying to sell me something. But then there are these these things that they they start to sound like cliches, right? But the cliches are right because otherwise they wouldn't be cliches. And once you start doing them and you realize they were right. You become one of those people who says the cliché to other people. And you're like, oh, I can hear it now. I can hear myself say the stupid stuff. <laughs> and you're like, well, but it's not stupid. It actually makes sense and it works. So clichés are clichés for a reason. And these universal truths, they always shine through. So, um, basically, the whole movie leads up to the court session um, where everybody is heard. They talk about the like the case and then Nick comes like he he swears in that he's only gonna speak the truth and he's an honorable guy so he does and he 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 talks you know and he basically ruins the case for them except that he makes it actually only better and um and and he is like you can't guarantee love like a pizza delivery love can surprise you and it can burn you 
and and you know love is unpredictable which is true um and and he is like well i'd rather have love than win this case and it's an amazing thing when you find somebody who gets you and you get them in return and and that is i think that that is like when when you think about love that is how it feels right like and it's not just a romantic relationship it's also a friendship when your friends when your really close friends get you and you get them like you don't even have to finish sentences to talk to them because they already know what what the end is going to be and they can like bounce off of that and then your conversation is very much alive because you get each other and it flies you know you know when a conversation kind of just flies it's like it's like cycling downhill in the middle of the night when it's like empty but there are some street lights and you're just kind of going downhill and you turn one street and you go further down you turn another go further down when you're going home and you kind of just fly through the city and it's like that feeling the conversation just kind of flies there's no there's not a lot of effort there's high speed and it feels great and and that is when it's right you will know and it's you get them and they get you and yeah you know so you cannot guarantee love um and and nick in the movie he says i don't want to guarantee or a safety net it is not a risk to fall in love it is a risk not to and that is really interesting right because we always say that love is risky like it's a risk to fall in love but what he shows is that you can have your heart broken and still want love and still look for it and and believe in it and the risk of being without it is is it's it's a it's not a risk to fall in love because if you're strong enough on your own you will figure it out you will survive it like like you can survive heartbreak you don't die of heartbreak you what what hurts about heartbreak is the pain that leaves because this person leaves your life and and there's this hole that you now have to fill in your life where this person used to be but if you're a person and i know that sounds really weird but if you're a person and this other person is a person and you have a healthy long-term relationship then if they leave you're still a person and they're still a person and you had a great together but they don't make you less of a person when they leave they don't they take part of you with them because you grew together but you became more of you together when you were together but you did not become less of you when you were together you were still you and this is the problem that people have when they're like i'm gonna die of heartache it's like no honey you were a person before you met this person but now this person left you and over the time that you were together you grew into this person that they wanted you to be you didn't grow into yourself which means that you lost part of who you are so now this person is gone out of your life for whatever reason there is this hole in your life or in your heart that you need to fill with you because you were a full person before you met them 
you were a full person when when you dated them, but over time you became part of them and they became part of you and you lost a part of yourself. And it's not bad if that made you happy, if that relationship made you really happy. But sometimes it is too much. Sometimes you lose yourself too much in a relationship and then you need to find yourself again. And that is and that is important too. So it's not a risk to fall in love. It's the risk not to because love is so beautiful and so amazing and it's if you don't have it if you don't go for it if you don't try for it it's i mean it's not that it's bad but there's so much that you can gain in your life from love that if you don't go for it go after it seek it seek it out then you you miss out and it's not to speak that you have to have FOMO or whatever. Because sometimes you don't want to fall in love. You just want to grow on your own. And that's not a bad thing. But but you can grow together as well. There is this amazing song from Ben Platt. Um, grow, as, um, grow As We Go. I, I think that's the title. Or grow, grow Older. Grow Together. I don't know. I think it's Grow As We Go. But... but um, He's like, well, you don't, you don't ever have to leave. You can stay right next to me, and we can grow as we go. Like, you don't have to go on your own to grow. We can do it together. You know, we can grow as independent people, and together at the same time. And there are all these these thoughts that come up with when these things like are said for me because it's so interesting to to think about it and the different stories that you hear from different people and and. You know, sometimes it's better for people to be on their own. But also very often, or not very often, but sometimes you see a relationship break because one person is like, no, I want to grow by myself. And then the other person is, but, but I wanted to grow together with you. Like, why don't you want that? And then one the the person that breaks it um, is like, I'm going to grow on my own. And they regret it after six months. But the other person gets over the person in four months, starts dating somebody new, and and then in two years when they when they meet each other again the the one person that broke it off is like I want to get back together I miss you so much and the other person says well like I'm engaged to this new person who did want to grow together and and that is the other side of it and it doesn't mean that you should be in a relationship because of fear but it does mean like hey you can grow in relationships together like you don't have to be on your own and single to grow and at the same time of course not every relationship it allows you to grow so sometimes you do have to get out for your own health and benefit but it's it's interesting right it's not <laughs> it's not simple it's never simple there are always so many options so many situations so many so many ways it's just it fascinates me and it baffles me and sometimes it confuses the heck out of me um but i think that that's okay so yeah that's um Love guaranteed, my friends.